Today is a day of shaking the apple tree more than looking waiting for the apple, for waiting for the apple to fall, yeah. right? If you really learn these tools effectively and then deploy, you yourself see that you're more structured in your thinking and innovation. Hello and welcome. This is Puneet Surana and you are listening to the Galata podcast. Galata is a word from the Indian language Kannada that means the noise caused by a ruckus. This podcast is about starting up while we are still in college, testing ideas, creating a team, building something worthwhile and adding value to other people's lives. Join us as we discuss the thrill of earning your first buck, tackling uncertainties, overcoming obstacles and delighting others. Most of all, the Galata podcast is about seeing, understanding and implementing so you can deliver on your audacious promise. Joining us today is someone who brings over 25 years of experience in digital innovation, intellectual property, and new product management. He started his career from scratch, working as an apprentice at LNT, climbing all the way up to managing innovation and new product development. Along the way, earning over five degrees, which now he dedicates each to his family members. They range from mechanical engineering, management, and law. He regularly lectures at the top universities in the country and he was recently featured in 50 most innovative leaders at World Innovation Congress 2018. Galata Gang, join me in welcoming the founder and CEO of InnoMantra where they promise over 3x return on innovation, the design thinker himself, Lokesh Wee. The usual question I ask Lokesh with most of my guests is, what were the conversations like around the dinner table when you're growing up? I come from a humble family and the aspirations are always low when, when you're in school. Like, you know, the, what is for today I, is, is more important than what is for tomorrow. So I still remember the days actually, like, you know, the, going to the school with having a patch in your back. A uh, patch. In your, patch in your back, um, in your shorts, right? So... That's the kind of days, actually, when you're in those days, actually, you always think for today more than tomorrow. I always wanted to really, like, not be most, like, learned person in my family. That was one of my driving driving. Alias was very hard in terms of because schooling, in terms of um, my early days of even the 10th or 12th, it's basically like I was always looking at, like, you know, how I can really make an impact, how I can really change my family. This was my first agenda more than what I want to do in my life, actually. Till 8th standard, or even ten, till 10th standard, I never spoken to anyone in English. To study in the Kannada medium school? Even though it's in English, so most of the teachings will be in Kannada. That's how the English mediums were. The thing is, you always learn from others. That's what I've been always like. Now, There are many mentors in my life. Who was the earliest one? Who had the most influence? Most influence was my when I was doing my apprentice, one Mr. Jairam from LNT. That's where I learned exactly what qualification leads to what kind of positions in the organization. In the entire my apprentice journey, I not even taken a single leave because I thought if you take a leave actually or if you take a break, I lose the time to really learn something new. So that's the kind of early life. And then later I realized like you know the one of the most important thing in, in life is 
to have education. That's where I got to know the purpose of education. So after that, I never looked back of earning degrees. Each degree is dedicated to one of the family members. <laughs> because I had so totally five degrees uh, all including but each degree is contributed to one of the family member that, that's the way I looked at wow. so you've got this learning drive from your first mentor absolutely yeah. How do you I, I, I don't call it as a jack of all I call it as master of learning because I looked at law I looked at engineering I looked at Engineer, management yeah. Right. So today I, I bring all these things together and I run entrepreneurship drive actually at Inomantaram. I bring all these aspects, actually, even the people's skill. You need to have everything definitely, but I could able to bring all these things together and then build a strong purpose around that. It's very unusual that this usual notion you must have come across. Those are studious do not really start up. You seem to be an exception. You cannot call it exception as such, but I strongly believe in long term than the short term game. It takes End number of years sometimes to really achieve any great awards, right? People have achieved in long term always. The success today, like, you know, the most of the founding companies, founders, what I see is basically they build to sell. When I started, actually, I don't really looked at that aspect at all. Like, I always seen how people around me can benefit from this venture. How people can go to the next level. How people can really rise up their standards. How they can build up new aspirations around me. So this is what actually... The whole purpose of Inomantra. I look at Inomantra even just as a platform for people to really perform to their best. While we are, you've been building this platform, could you define what is innovation for you? Because it's so muddled as a subject. At Inomantra, we strongly believe an idea which is novel and which is valuable to the organization. And very importantly, we also look at in terms of how this can bring a new growth to the organization. That is by valued implementation. It's not only the idea, it's novel idea and valued implementation. Right, the execution of The execution the of that. So the definition of idea, uh, the innovation is basically an idea which is which has got a valued implementation in terms of the value to the company in terms of bringing new benefits or to amplify their growth. The growth is maybe the mindset also. One common pain point of youth is they think they can't innovate. They're not creative enough or they're not the geniuses. They think innovation equals being Elon Musk. But what do you think? Can an average... Everyone can be creative. Everyone can be innovative. We always think the apple will fall on your head one day and then you'll become innovative. That will never happen. There are structured methodologies which is proven how you can structure your thinking, how we can really look at the new possibilities with the new insights that can drive new ideas in you and new thinking in you, which can bring new value to the organization as well as to the product or services, what you do. I call today's a day of shaking the apple tree more than looking for the apple, waiting for the apple to fall, right? If you will really learn these tools effectively and then deploy, you yourself see that you're more structured in your thinking and innovation. So there may be many startups which would have come out over a flash of experience or bad experience or good experience and then turned into a great company. But free cases. The free cases, you cannot wait for that to happen. What I always say that if you really learn these kind of methodologies and then Thinking, structuring your thinking, we call it a systematic innovation. Perspective has always been that innovation is unstructured, unbridled, without any limitations, usually done by an individual in solidarity, like being alone. And you come in and introducing the concept of structuring innovation. How do you do that? If you see, like, you know, there are several methodologies generally people follow is like brainstorming. Brainstorming has not really achieved any great innovation in any of the corporations, if you really see, because it is very random in nature at the same time. 
people go with an open mind. Finally, they can come up with ideas only what they have seen yesterday. Structured innovation or functional innovation, what we call, where a doorman to chairman, how we can innovate in this space. We season them and then bring all the insight which is available within the organization, outside the organization. Also, what's happening in the adjacent industry? Okay, at the same time, we also look at what kind of papers have been published around this. And also like, well, the new competitors who may enter into this space. All this knowledge will enable you to understand, are we really going in the right direction, even in thinking? Would it confuse somebody who's just starting up Lokesh with so much of data points around? What do you think? We always like, you know, overestimate what we can do in short term and underestimate what we can do in long term. When you start a company, it's not that the same business model will, will be there forever. We need to bend it like a Beckham. You start with this, you get a constant feedback from your customer. Ultimately, you're serving them. You need to really hear their voices all the time and restructure your thinking also all the time. And end of the day, if someone really pays for it, definitely there is a model around it. Until then, you need to keep figuring out from where that money is coming in, why he is coming back again, right? How we can make him to really come back again. What do you think the youth is missing when they are creating a business plan? Because you interact with so many colleges, top tier colleges. Where do you think, what is the loopholes or gaps that the youth just skip? Most of the youth today, uh, people think uh, entrepreneurship or a startup is like a reality show. You go and win pitching someone and then you get millions of dollars. It doesn't happen with everyone. It's a real show because once you get into the business only, you know where the money is coming in, who is accepting you, there is a value for that service or not, or is it too early for the service? Everything you'll get to know once you get into the business. You will not realize on the pitch day, it's, it's, a re- it's not a reality show, it's a real show. You should make your hands dirty. You have to get reality. Yeah. Real, absolutely. Then you'll start realizing that actually I'm too far or too near and what is the opportunity for me? The youth should have that long-term perspective apart from just making the company to sell or something. You mean creating a legacy versus just creating a company that can Absolutely. be exited? Absolutely. But is it the only thing that the youth are missing when they are sitting down and creating a business plan while they're still in college or they're freshers and they have this hype around entrepreneurship and businesses and startups and valuation? More importantly, what I see is uh, they should be very clear with to whom they are serving. Okay, so the business model which will be successful outside may not be successful here. Sometimes the business model which is very successful here may not be successful outside, right? So for example, the matrimonial site in India. That's not the way people get married in any of the countries, right? You cannot say this is a global model. So you need to have that, like, you know, you need to understand the culture, demographics. You need to understand what kind of change will happen in the next few years how people will change with the new technologies. Sometimes we don't realize that overnight it, it may kill your business, right? All the efforts of years will go in drain, right? With one change in the industry, right? That's what you have seen in telecom today, right? Many companies doom, right? So what I always say is you need to have that long-term perspective one. Constantly keep looking at the opportunities. The youth has got a huge opportunity today. If you really look at the opportunity wise, the only thing is the biggest challenge is people look at like, you know, how fast they can make money. If you have that intention, I think that's not the right way to really approach. What can they replace it with? Rather than focusing on making money, what else can they focus on instead? Very important is purpose. And what legacy you want to leave? What kind of footprint you want to really make in this world, right? 
even in innobantra if you ask me what what exactly inspires you to create this platform to create this venture i am looking at like now how i can create new opportunities for phds in india that's the purpose new opportunities for phds phd phd because innovation requires enough research without research you cannot get insights what we lack is those research right if you have enough research you will have a better insights to really innovate in the right space i think you have brought in a very dubtinas uh, or pain point of students most of the students especially in the engineering and mba or even architects these days they have to do a finally a dissertation or a research project and have n number of times observed two things lokesh one is they copy their way through it they scam the system and they just somehow scoot through it or the other one which is even more concerning is that they come up with something which maybe innovative but has no real life or practical or a business angle to it what do you think about them how can they better utilize that opportunity of research while they're still in college in my perspective when the college students identify the projects if you really want to evaluate the inventiveness of the the project you need definitely there are the patent documents available in public domain they can do enough research and understand what's happening in this field who are the competitors why they are innovating are they innovating still or that this is in kind of a cold storage all these things will give sense out in an insight to you that a lot of work is happening or not happening at least if it's not happening why that is also is an opportunity right where they're stuck it gives an lot of opportunity what, what we call it is request for invention this is a kind of a document what we create to understand what people have tried in the past what people have failed in the past we also looked at what is happening around research in this space okay and what are the alternatives people have tried to achieve to solve this problem so it's an it's actual structured structured doc- structured document so that is on the invention side at the same time you also need to really look at on the market side so you need to have that like you now we call it as what works actually is going to the customer and taking back the feedbacks like taking feedback at the right point and also constantly you should keep on doing it and second part is what i have seen is like you know the the functionally the product may be excellently well but actually if you really see form is where people are failing in india when you buy a product you buy for two reasons one is the form and function both it should really fulfill the purpose so define form is it the look form 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 is aesthetics aesthetics and okay. form and is all about like you know the aesthetics look feel like if i buy a kettle for for preparing a tea it's not only to prepare tea it should look good in my kitchen there is a value created in in creating that like you know the kind of mental nourishment of of the taste of the of the product itself it adds right? to touch the and the feel right so touch and feel uh, i remember like you know, always like when we buy a, in my school days actually when we buy a new notebook i take a middle page of that book and then smell it like you know it's a very unique smell actually only you can experience that but it's not a feature of the book 
the freshness of the book is something different. So the people buy the new things for different reasons. You, you have a different satisfaction. So you need to really work with the professionals to bring this alignment. Right? So that's, that's the reason the students should build the network from early stage. When they start doing the project, look at that who are the designers nearby to you. Who are the professionals working in this field? At least have a coffee chat with them. You will get enough knowledge at the very early stage. You can rub the shoulders when you really come up with a product. That kind of thinking you need to bring in. Today, the people create their own and then finally, end of the day, you don't feel that it is saleable in the market. So what I see is basically you, you need to really bring that professional angle even to the student project because that's where you learn, right? And that's where the value comes in. Competitiveness comes in that. The professionalism, the final touches, the last mile of the product development is that. To, to create that final touches, which is highly professional in nature. You've been pioneering functional innovation for eight to nine years now. Yeah. With your mantra. Can you take us through it, through an example or an idea or a case study? So students listening... And a lot of professionals who are just starting with their business could understand and probably relate with and implement it in their own businesses. Sure. The functional innovation we developed with the notion how we can really structure your thinking. How a doorman to chairman can innovate in a space. There are several innovation methodologies across the globe. The biggest challenge is today, people are confused actually which one to use at what, what point of time, right? So, we created this functional innovation bringing four different methodologies together. One is creative problem solving, design thinking, TRIS, and morphological analysis. The TRIS brings deeply the thoughts on structured thinking. Tris is what? You'll have to Tris, define it so yeah. even Tris a is a, can, um, a methodology which is developed by Ashuler. He was a Jew. He was put behind the bars during the World War. And he analyzed 40,000 patents and came up with 40 principles. Oh my God. And he created a kind of a structured thinking methodology which predicts what will happen next. He says if, if something is solid, he predicts it will become hollow next. If something is flat, next it will become weavy. Even if you take examples from today's example, like you know, the, the phones which was flat, it become curved. The TV which was flat, it become curved. You can really map even today's, because most of the inventions he mapped was mechanical inventions. Inomantra could be able to go one step further looking into product process even in business model. And then we looked at 10,000 recent innovations which can be mapped. So you similarly mapped? Yeah. Yeah, right. So we came up with 11 principles in our toolkit. Before we get to the principles, the three more things you mentioned other than Tris. The design thinking Basically, today, most of the innovations are happening on 
the people side. Like, you know, there is left and right brain, right? So today people are depending more on data and then like, you know, the data science also is really picking up in a big way. Today, like, you know, the other side, if you really look at actually what is missing is understanding the values of people and emotions of people. Ultimately, you buy your product end of the day due to the emotions and more of an heart side more than from the number side. So I say more than a math, it's a chemistry of heart. More emotion than Absolutely, emotion. right, absolutely. So this you cannot really easily innovate actually because you need to understand the emotions, be with the customer, empathize. You need to understand. There are, there are tools available in, in design thinking like ethnography, empathy map. This, all these things will give an insight to you. I'll give an example. When I was a designer, actually for a medical equipment, we used to design, like when we were designing a handle. That's the time actually we wanted to go and then go to the hospital and see how people really use, that. that is actually the design of a patient monitor, generally to measure the ECG and then the oxygen content in the body, that's called SpO2, right? So we, when we really... I went there and observed for almost two days actually how people use and then how nurses run around. Okay. And then how this monitor being placed. When the ambulance came actually, they pulled the patient and then they kept the monitor on his, on top of him. On his stomach or something? On his stomach. Okay. I was really like, you know, shocked to see this actually because we never gave importance to the foot of this equipment at all. Okay, it may create scratches or it may give a shock. We exactly, we, we could not able to really uh, think in those directions. So when we came back, actually, we felt redesigning the foot is more important than the handle. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. So uh, this is the insight you can really capture only if you are there in the right time and observe without asking the customer. One more instance I tell you, like when we exported these equipments to US actually, there was a complaint, the the size of the f- font, uh, the nurses are not able to read effectively. The font, okay. The font size. Because generally what we think of the nurses means in India, uh, she's a 21 year old from Kerala, right? In US, the average age of nurse will be 45 to 50. There is a huge difference in the usage of the same product in different countries. When you want to make a global product, you need to really understand the cultures, understand the demographics, and be there and develop. Even a simple app you want to develop for a railway passengers, spend one month in railway station. I'll tell you, you'll develop one of the best apps in the world. I think that tip ties in really well with a college project. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is worthwhile. So I urge actually, if the students are really looking at some projects, let them do this study. There's structured methodologies available. In, in, in functional innovation, that's what we bring in because you need to look at all the possibilities before arriving at the right solution. We generate around 600 to 2,500 ideas in two days because of the groundwork and then the background work, what we do as a discovery phase which can give a lot of insight for the people to think. We create a journey map, how the each step of the 
customer movement actually like you know the from the time he starts from the home to goes back to his place so after doing the purchase possibly if it's a a, a retail experience so your innovation starts from the customer always always that that's that's the way we can look at we can see the journey if it's a manufacturing innovation you can look at the time the material is ordered possibly right till you do the invoices there is an opportunity huge opportunity there are different functions different people different operation different compliances in some areas you may be doing extremely well we call it as moment of delight in some areas you have a huge pain points you welcome for that too uh, absolutely there is you you balance it because men, men, most of the time we think we need to keep improving only the 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 pain points people also want to you to really go to the next level where you're creating value to them people are enhancing the moment enhancing the moment because every competitor is looking at going to the next level because every competitor is looking at your moment of delight because of that your people are coming to you you need to really think 10x because all competitors will reach you so mean it's it's at times better to focus on becoming absolutely more stronger 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 delight, stronger absolutely delight. moment of delight is you need to look at moment of delight at the same time you also need to look at pain areas also but and also look at in between what is the perfect world look like for example today anything you order online you expect them to be 30 minutes right that is 30 minutes has become a standard new standard when you call an ambulance will you get in 30 minutes no there's a lot to learn from other industry to set a new standard for yourself because you may be best in that ambulance services delivering in 45 minutes or one hour whatever may be so you can learn from other industry also because sometimes you may be new to the industry and creating this new opportunity but if you're not able to really deliver them in in the time which is generally accepted you are not going to be in the market so what i say is this all comes from an experience actually and you also need to really look at all the possibilities so discovery phase is very important how many phases are there location so just so uh, generally the, if you see the four phases actually the dis- uh, the in the design thinking we look at four phases okay, actually okay, the first phase is basically the what is understanding the the, the the that is that is what the discovery phase understanding the current scenario then we look at what if is imagination of future what is i can call it as what i see what if is basically imagination of future how does this business will look like in next 5 years the way we are watching videos 5 years back and the way we are watching videos wow. now is totally different because of the new technologies which enabled them to have that like you know we don't have that no more loading no no, no yeah. more loading absolutely you cannot accept loading today that's that's the kind of uh, the new standard with the 5g big change may happen you look at the opportunity of 5g and try to develop something today so then the new possibilities will come in then the what wows is you need to really see what what wows what is what if what wows what wows is basically to bridge the the need as well as the the potential within the organization the skill available it's a wow moment for you it's something like students example i can quote uh, the previous day you prepared yourself for the next examination you prepared 10 questions and then nine questions were 
reflecting in the question paper. <laughs> Is it a wow moment for you or something? Right? It will not happen in real life. But what I mean to say is basically you have prepared all the answers actually what the questions are being asked. Here you need to really look at that. Actually, the, all the answers you may not have it, you can bring partners. That's how you need to build it. It's basically not to learn a violin because it takes time. Bring the best violinist to play for you in the right time. What's the fourth one? In the fourth one is basically what works. Going to the customer and getting the feedback. And see, is it really making beneficial to the their customers or value to the business and then how we can really equate with some kind of numbers to it very importantly so listeners you already have one thinking structured model right here absolutely so in in what if you can use brainstorming also because when you're really brainstorming but the functional innovation enables you to look at all the possibilities. So this, this comes in the what-if stage. In, in the what-if stage. The second stage. Second First stage. is discovery. Yeah. The where first. you have to really put your nose down and do the research. Yeah. Understand. Get all the insights, what's happening around. Okay. And do the journey map. Okay. And then functional analysis. Bring all the components. And then see what are the relations. How it's making value to them with each relationship. Can we really remove it? or not, you can always see all the possibilities. Stay tuned for the second part where we delve deeper into functional innovation, into all the nitty-gritties and so you can take all these insights and implement in your project, startup or anything that you are making happen. Until then, go make some galata.